I'm Ron Alesco, and you're listening to Traditions over 89.1 WFDU Teaneck. Also on Saturday nights, you can listen to us on bluesandrootsradio.com every Saturday night at 6.30 p.m. Well, today we have a, a, a good friend who's been uh, busy. She's got a new CD out. It's called Tears and Laughter, and it's her first uh, song of a CD of original songs in over a decade. Has it been that long, Robin? Yes, it has. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> Robin, Robin Greenstein is with us in the studio today. Robin, it's so good to see you. How, how have you been? It, uh, I've been good. It's lovely to be back here. It's been a long time. It has. Too a long. long time. I know, and I live just across the river. I know. Well, shame on me. We'll, <laughs> I know. Shame on me, too. We'll shame to, on us. Well, we've, we've got you here now. You've, you've, you've got your guitar. Would you mind sharing a song, and then we'll talk a little bit about the CD after. Okay. Um. This is a song from the CD. It was actually going to be uh, the lead-off track. Um, and then it was going to be the ending track, and it ended up being neither. Um, but it's a song about leaving and returning, and it's called I'm Flying Home Tonight. We took off, it was a cloudy day Captain said, hello folks, we'll be flying high Don't mind, I said, I'm kind of up there myself I'm flying home to tonight I'm flying home to tonight I've been away, I've been Across the sea, wandering and traveling, discovering me. I sang through the darkness while I looked towards the light. I'm flying home tonight. Oh, and I'm feeling all right. They turned down the lights low, they gave me a pillow. But I don't feel much like going to sleep I'd really like to play my guitar while I'm sitting here But it, it won't fit under my seat No, it won't fit under my seat The trip is long and I've got lots of time To think about the friends that I'm leaving behind There's many good people and I'll miss them all right Since I've been gone, I think they took a little piece of me. I'm going back to where I was raised. Familiar faces and bands in the highway. Fourth house on the left with all the lights on in midnight. I'm flying home tonight. I'm flying home tonight. I'm flying home tonight. I'm flying. 
Great song. Great song. That appears on your new CD, Tears and Laughter, and it's uh, nice of you to do it live in our studio today. Well, well Robin, what what took 10 years for a, a <laughs> CD to come out? I mean, you've been, you've been doing some great music. I mean, I first met you back in, I guess it was probably the 80s when you were doing some of your own music, and then you, you really started delving into American folk music, and you gave us some wonderful albums over the past few oh, years. thank you. But uh, I, I was very surprised and happy when I saw that you did some originals <laughs> music. Well, I have a lot of different musical interests, and I started out by releasing uh, an original music CD, and then um, right after that I did a kids recording because I was doing a lot of kids music at the time, and it also was a, a nice place to showcase um, the banjo, which I play, and a lot of the old-time music. And uh, then I went immediately into another original music album. And uh, at the same time, uh, I'm, I'm a professional musician, and I was performing this concert lecture on college campuses all across the country. And besides doing my own music, I was doing a, a program called Images of Women. And it basically looked at the way women were viewed through, it started out being through traditional folk and blues songs from America and the British Isles. And then it's, I started branching out and expanding it to more contemporary music. And it was a very successful program, and I did it for a long time. And I, I said, geez, you know, I really should put out a record of this stuff. And so I did. I put out a first volume, and it was very well received by the acoustic folk community. And um, so I did a sequel, because there, there's so much mm -hmm. material. Uh, so I put out those two albums, and then concurrently, I was also doing an annual holiday show with another uh, performer named Cecilia Kirtland, and we had a duo. And every December, we were just book solid doing these multicultural holiday shows, and we decided that we needed to put out a CD of music from that show. Mm -hmm. So we put that out. So, I mean, those are three CDs right there. And all along, people were saying, oh, when are you going to put out another album of your own music? Well, it is so much work sure. to put out an album, to record an album. It's, it's so expensive. It's, so it, it just kind of, you know, sat on the sidelines there. And uh, finally, um, an old and dear friend uh, from Pittsburgh who has a studio in his home, we were talking at a, a, a NERFA Folk Alliance conference, and he said, why don't you come out here and... Well, I'll just record an album for you, and you know we'll we'll try and do it quickly, and then you'll have something. And so that was the seed, mm -hmm. and that's what we did. So it, th that's why it took so long. Just yeah. other projects on the side, and uh, um, you know, every one takes sure. a long time. And then, of course, you have to market it, and blah 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 blah. Well, it's good to be busy. That's a good thing. <laughs> so. <laughs> I mean, it's when I think that I have six or seven albums out. It's you know blows yeah. my mind. <laughs> and and they're all brilliant ones too. And and, huh. and 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 you've been writing all along too. It wasn't like you just stopped writing, right? I mean, you were still no. Uh, yeah, you're right. You keep writing. Yeah. And uh, I mean, there were times when I wrote less than others because mm -hmm. if you don't have this, uh, you know, pressure on you to write a certain amount for a new project, you tend to sometimes let it slide but uh you know when i'm when you're working full time and you're performing it's and your head is 
into these other projects. It's it's hard sometimes. Sure. But I yeah, I do keep writing. And then of course, you know, after a decade, you have so much material to sift through. It was very, very difficult oh, to uh to kind of pick and curate. And you know, this is why artists need producers. That's mm-hmm. that's what producers help artists do is is put together their project and their sound and their songs and I, I, I guess it was hard, as you're saying, you, know, you had so much material to choose from that there's probably some things that was difficult for you to, to not put on the CD. Right. Like the song that I just played is quite an old song. Um, it dates back to my college days when I was living in London studying music independently there. And it was the first time I'd ever been away from home for more than a month. I was there for a whole year. And this was a long time ago. It was before cell phones. It was before mm. laptops. It was before computers. It was before email. It was before Skype. Oh. Um, it was before before the, you know, the world of the cheap internet phone. And uh, so when you were away, you were really away. It was very expensive to call home, and sure. people had to send airmail letters to each other. I know it's <laughs> it sounds archaic, but yes, I was alive to witness that. Anyway, um, now and this song was um, originally going to be on my second CD, Acousticness, and we recorded the basic tracks for it with a fantastic rhythm section, and then we kind of ran out of time and money, so it, it never got completed. So when I did this project, I said, you know, those, those songs, those tracks, I really want to include them, so... It was quite a project to excavate the tracks, mm-hmm. which were on a very outdated, recorded format. I mean, in a decade, yeah. it's it's un, you know it's unbelievable. Yeah, the changes are weekly. Yeah. It seems. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, so that song is an old song. Some songs are songs that were recently completed before recording was started. So they really run the gamut. Yeah, there's there's one song, and I'd like to play this now because it's um, fitting with what happened in, in New York City and in New Jersey yesterday as well. Um, you wrote a song after 9-11 called Hole in the Ground, and I, I want to thank you because you gave me a, an advanced copy of it to play last week on the 15th anniversary of it. And you also recorded this a few years ago, and you initially released it as a single. Um, you've included it on this recording. Um, yes, although it's been re-recorded right, for, the, right. for the album. When I first recorded it, it was done as a very acoustic song with acoustic guitar and slide guitar and a vocal and just singing harmony with myself. And we re-recorded it um, for this album. And uh, it's a little bit different from a lot of the other 9-11 songs. It doesn't really try to tell the story of what happened and it doesn't really talk about, uh, you know, how we have to come together as a people. It's, I really kind of, perceived it as a like a bluesy gospely dirge something that you would sing about in church um and uh where the audience would participate and join in and very simple kind of blues vernacular um and it's a very impressionistic song about the you know the pain of that day and Mm -hmm. the and the residual pain in the city and the country yeah and in the world There's a hole in the ground There's a hole in the ground Did you hear? 
Robin Greenstein, the song on her new CD, Tears and Laughter. And, and that's really what the, the CD is. I mean, tears and laughter. I mean, you, you, you kind of cover a, a lot of, a, of an emotional range on this recording. Um, intentional, I assume. Yeah, well, I, you know, listen, you live long enough. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You live long enough, and, uh, you know, that's what life is. It's... it's uh, it's the happy times and it's the tough times and the sad times. And uh, I've lost one parent already. And, uh, you know, my sister lost a child. And, um, you know, meanwhile, all my grandparents lived into their 90s. Mm. So, you know, you just never know. But yeah. um, since I thought it was kind of like a survey of work over, over a decade or a decade and a half, 
and I wrote a song called Tears and Laughter. I just thought, you know, that sounds like a good title. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> that kind of sums up what the CD is about. <laughs> it, it, was it um, difficult going back in the studio to record your own songs? I mean, it's been a while since you did one of your own like that. Did you find it, you were doing something different from your original two albums of your own material? Well, um, I will tell you that uh, I've had some problems with my hands over the years. I've had um, a couple of surgeries um, for carpal tunnel mm. and trigger thumb, and uh, I'm having some other problems. And so I don't play as well as I used to play. And uh, you really hear those things when you start recording. Mm. And you're listening under a microscope. It's one thing when you're playing live, you know, you make a mistake, you hear a buzz, it's in the, the moment of the live performance. But once you start recording and go under a microscope, everything becomes very amplified. All the wonderful bits that you played and all the mistakes that you played. So there were some songs that were more difficult to play and I could really I could really note the passing of time in the you know in the the virility of my playing and my voice has changed a little bit it's gotten lower you know as you get older your voice right. your voice gets lower and uh I, so i could feel those changes absolutely but but what comes across to me is, is an honesty i mean you know we all grow older we all have issues and and, and how you deal with them and how you can still create your art i think it says a lot and i think that's why right. this album is so successful um but well, I mean, thank you, you, you i i, I I don't know how to put this. I mean, there's nothing about it you would want to do over again, would you? I mean, would you? Uh... On the CD? Yeah, I mean. You know, there there was a lot of discussion about the songs and what songs were going to be on there. And um, I think if I had heard it all laid out, I would have maybe done maybe another song that was more up mm -hmm. and happy. Um the CD has really a lot of quiet songs, and it has a lot of band songs. And when we tried to sequence it, it was very, very difficult. I, this was the most difficult album of all of my albums to sequence. Mm. And um, so I think I would have given that a little more thought um, when I started out. Um, but, I mean, it has 13 songs. I mean, yeah. how many songs are you going to put on? A, you know, some people put 15 or... Or 17 songs. You know, in the right. old days, you only had room to put 10 songs. That's true. Well, it, 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 I think you did a great job with this. Uh, you know, I'm sure every artist would feel like they could make some changes. But this comes across well. And I think especially for this time uh, of, in our lives, um, and I know most of our listeners are probably about my age too, but even, even younger, I, I, I think these songs deal with um, emotions, deal with reality of life and uh, you know, and I, I think it comes across something I think we can all relate to. Um, exactly. And there are some happy songs on yeah, it. There are yeah. some songs that are very pop oriented and very happy and, and, and up. And there's a very swingy blues thing on it. I don't know. Maybe we should play one of those. Yeah, let's do that. I was going to suggest that. Um, maybe West Coast Swinging? Or... Sure. Yeah. Where did this one come from? Now, this is, this is a, a kind of an interesting story. Um, on Acousticness, I had a song called West Coast Swing. And West Coast Swing is the name of a dance style that is related to East Coast Swing, but it's 
it's danced a little bit differently. It's danced backward and forwards in a slot. It's usually danced to a shuffle type of beat. And you see it done in a lot of country dance clubs and place where people used to do the hustle and stuff. It's a kind of a similar type of dance. A lot of spinning. The women always look fabulous doing it. And I studied this dance in New York and fell in love with it. So much so that I wrote a song in the style of the dance about the dance, thinking that this would become the twist. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, it still remains kind of a more cult-like dance in the dance world, although there was an attempt to bring us a West Coast Swing musical to Broadway. And you see a lot of these dance moves on Dancing with the Stars. You see a lot of West Coast Swing dance moves. But anyway, I recorded it in New Orleans with uh, Clarence Gatemouth Brown's backing band uh, that my cousin, Joe Crown, was in for the last decade of Gates' life. He was the the organist, keyboard player. And um, for some reason... This song became my most downloaded song on iTunes, like 10 to 1 above anything else. And I know you like to think of me as kind of a sensitive (laughs) singer-songwriter, so it was wild that this kind of swingy, bluesy dance tune was my most downloaded song. So a very astute musician friend said to me, well, I think it's time for a sequel on your next album. (laughs) So I wrote a sequel called West Coast Swingin'. And uh, I was lucky enough, I recorded this in Pittsburgh in New York, and my cousin Joe happened to be coming to New York for a gig. And I said, hey, Joe, would you like to come in and put down another keyboard part and keep this thing going? And he said, sure. So he came in and he put his part on. And I also got this fabulous guitar player from Denmark. His name is Aska Jacobi. He's on Sony Music Denmark. He's very, very well known over there. Great guitar player. And he played the uh, lead and rhythm part on it. And and we recorded it. And I'm just hoping that uh, lightning strikes twice. Let's sing. Let's swing. Spin me round and round. I feel so high. Come back down. Let's glide, let's ride. Baby, sweep me across the floor. West Coast swinging with you, darling. Who could ask for more? People jump around in that East Coast style, yeah.
They don't know what they're missing West Coast swinging is the way for me Rhythm and blues makes me feel so Sexy dancing with your baby to a West Coast song. Yeah, yeah. Nothing makes you feel better than dancing to a funky song. All right. Nothing makes you feel good like dancing to a West Coast song. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that is a lot of fun. It is fun. It is fun. West Coast Swingin'. Uh, Again, Robin Greenstein from her new album, Tears and Laughter. And uh, are you a dancer as well? I loved to dance. Uh And uh, I have been injured for a few years with a bad back and some kind of like bursitis in my hip. And it's been very hard to dance. It's Mm. been very hard to play tennis. So I'm in physical therapy and trying to... Get back there. Yeah. Trying to get back there. Well, at least you you got the beat going. That's, that's what yeah. that's what I, I feel it. I yeah. feel it. Believe me, my foot's tapping. I'm and I could, feel, I could feel through the radio, too. I think a lot of our listeners are dancing, too. And, and those of you driving, those of you in your cars, please be careful when you're doing that. <laughs> oh, well, you know, you, you said before there's a, you know, some sad songs on, on the CD, but, you know, something like that. I, I think the, the, you know, the diversity of the album uh it, it's it's like life you know you, you know you can't always be down you can't always be happy you you get it as it comes and life is it let's it's happy sad it's yeah. tears and laughter um actually you know that uh that phrase and that song was inspired by this old sephardic jewish folk song that's actually a drinking song about this uh beverage called raki in uh in the middle east which is kind of like uh like um uh, Uzo, uh-huh. it's at that very fiery alcohol. Right, like, you right. know, you take a few sips and your chest's on fire. And uh, it's a drinking song, and it was talking about how this, this drink makes people, you know, roll in the mud like pigs <laughs> and, you know, laugh uncontrollably. And then there's a verse that says, it makes us get divorced, marriages of gold, with smiles and with tears, life will pass us by. Uh-huh. And I was always struck by that, yeah. and so ended up writing a song based on that. And I, I feel like that's it. You know, it's like life is going to pass with tears, with laughter. So, you know, you got to yeah. try and enjoy it when you can. And when you have to be serious yeah, and solemn, you know, yeah. you do that too. It's a time for everything. And I think it all comes across in the CD. Well, well, Robin's with us in our studio today and she has her banjo. And, oh, um, yeah, with, with the, the, the CD, where, uh, where was it available to purchase? Is that... Right now, it is only available to purchase at my website, which is www.robin, with an I, Greenstein, that's green like the color, S-T-E-I-N dot com. And it's available both as a hard copy CD and as a digital download for the entire CD or as individual digital downloads. It will shortly be available on CD Baby mm-hmm. and... Probably within a month, it'll be available on iTunes, both as hard copy or digital downloads. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Well, I hope our listeners will check this out as well. Uh, well would you mind sharing a song on the banjo with us? Okie doke. Uh, this is my new banjo, by the way, oh, Ron. Really? 
You know, my banjo was stolen last year. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was stolen last Memorial Day, um, right on the street in New York City as I was unloading my car from a a weekend. And uh, it was a very valuable banjo. Oh, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Very, very unique, valuable banjo, and it's never turned up anywhere. So um, that was in the middle of recording and yeah. mixing and everything. It really knocked me for a loop. So that delayed the CD coming out. And um, I finally, I mean, I didn't have insurance. And I finally uh, started an Indiegogo campaign and was able to raise the money to replace it. So oh, if any Indiegogo fans are out there, thank you so much uh, for your support. Um, so on the album, there's only one song that has banjo, mm-hmm. and uh, this is the song. It's called Here I Am, Hineni, and it's my retelling of the biblical story from the Old Testament of Abraham and Isaac. And this is a story that is read every year for the Jewish New Year, Rosh Hashanah, on the first day of services, no matter where you are, anywhere in the world, this story is always read. And somebody else told me that this story also figures very strongly in the Muslim holiday that just passed, Ad, Ad El Id, I think it's right. called, um, except that they t- tell the story of Avram and Ishmael. Huh. Uh, so I didn't know that. So it's a very timely song, and uh, it's a very perplexing story. You know, you you're believing in this all-powerful being who tells you he's going to save your people and make you the leader of a great people and uh, that he's all-merciful. And then the next thing you know, he tells you to take your, basically your only son and sacrifice him. So what would you do if somebody asked you to do that? So that's what the song is about. And then the, the last verse kind of starts to get a little questioning but the rest of it is pretty much kind of what happened in the story this is called here i am now there came a time when god put avram to the test to find out who above all else on earth he loved the best The Lord called out to him To make the most awful request A God can ask of a man The Lord said Abraham He replied Here I am Hineni Hineni your favorite son take him to the mountaintop where my will be done offer Isaac up to me as a burnt offering I am the Lord your God your master and your king said, here I am, he named me, 
mountain came in view. We'll go up and worship and then return to you. They left the servants down the hill, went up just the two. As they climbed the mountain, Isaac was confused. Isaac said, Father mine, he replied, yes, my son. Here are fire, stone, and wood, but where's the sacrifice? Avram said, don't worry, son, the Lord God will provide. Then picked up the knife About to slay his precious son When God's angel cried Abraham, Abraham He replied Here I am said, don't kill the boy, do not harm your son. The Lord now knows you would have not withheld your favorite one. Aram saw ram caught in the thicket by his horns. He took the ram and killed it as an offer to the Lord. Aram said, here I stars up in the sky because you have obeyed me and dared not question why and if you are called by God and he shows himself to you when he demands your blind devotion then what will you do will you said fitting for this uh, this time of year as well oh thank you and you know what i forgot to mention um hineni is a hebrew word and it loosely translates into here i am Mm -hmm. and so if you know anything about biblical scholars they are always always picking apart biblical text and discussing it and analyzing it and interpreting it and commenting on it and um in this story uh God has this conversation with Abraham, and every time he calls Abraham, Abraham answers, here I am. And so there's this 
incredible discussion about what does that mean when Abraham says, here I am? Does it, what does it mean to say, here I am to God? What does it mean to be present for God? And, you know, they, they discuss it ad nauseum. So uh, that's why it's called Here I Am, because it's very unusual in, in the Bible that God actually speaks directly to, you know, his prophets and, and the people he chooses. And it's unusual for them to answer the same thing every time. So that's that's one of the kind of fascinating facts mm, yeah. about that story on top of everything wow. else. But you know, um Abraham and, and Sarah didn't have children until they until she was ninety and Abraham was a hundred. Oh my goodness. So um yeah, so you know they waited a long <laughs> yeah, time to have yeah. kids. You know, you gotta really suspend your belief on that one. And uh so that when and and then Abraham had another son with his slave whose name was Hagar. And that's Ishmael, and that's who the Muslims oh. worship, because Ishmael went on to right. form something else. And that's how they think, I think, where they think, you know, the Muslim religion was founded. So anyway, um, so when, uh, when God, you know, gives Isaac to them, he says, you know, Isaac is going to be the leader after you. And so then when he says, you know, I want you to take Isaac and kill him, Abraham's like, you know. He's asking me to kill off my, you know, the rest of the Israeli yeah. Jewish people. But he doesn't say a word. He doesn't say, hey, God, what's what's up? What's up with that? You know, he just goes and does it. And the whole question is, is like, was it a test? Did he know it was a test? You know, it's really yeah. it's a very interesting story. It's, it's fascinating. I, I, I have to admit, I don't and a lot of read people, enough of this. But yeah. And a lot of people say, well, you know, look at what's going on with ISIS. You yeah. Know, people are pledging their allegiance to Allah and they're asking them to do all these terrible things in the name of religion and they're doing them. And, you know, I, I didn't think of that at all when I, mm. I wrote this song and this is the newest song on the record, but it's a very interesting yeah. thing to, you know, talk about and think about how far do you go right. for what you believe? It's, uh, Where does your personal conscience take over? I know. So. I, 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 I think we all question this, especially what's, what's going on in this world today. Oh boy. Well, Robin, you, you've given us an amazing CD here. Tears and Laughter is the, uh, the title. And um, do you have any, any concerts or performances coming up that you want to mention to everybody? Uh, the only thing I'm doing this week, I'm going to be performing out at uh, uh, the N- Northport Open Mic as the feature performer, um, which is actually happening in Hunt- North Huntington Station mm-hmm. on Wednesday, October 22nd. And... Um, September 22nd. I'm sorry, September okay. 22nd. And it's an open mic where people can come and sign up. And then they have a featured performer at 9 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm not even sure. I just Google Northport open mic. And Toby Tobias is the host of it. Mm-hmm. And they can find that information. But honestly, I've been working so hard on this project yeah. that I, I don't have many gigs coming up where people can actually come. We're, we're thinking about doing a CD release in October, a concert, but right now I'm just working on the promo so oh, hard. <laughs> well, I, I want to thank you for coming by today. I mean, this CD is so new. I mean, I think the ink is still drying on it. It's, uh, it's, yeah. uh, but it's, it's just a wonderful job that you've did on this one. And I'm sure it's once it starts circulating all over um, folk radio, you're going to get a lot of uh, airplay on this. And um, I'm honored that you, you came on our show today to, to share this. Well, thank you for having me. Uh, uh, let's let our listeners know again your, your website. 
Uh, it's www.robingreenstein.com, and that's Robin with an I, uh, green like the color, S-T-E-I-N.com. And soon to be on CD Baby, soon to be on iTunes. Um, right now it's only available through the site. Uh-huh. Well, I wish you all the luck with this, and uh, I hope a lot of people get to listen to it and hear these great songs. I, w- I want to end our little uh, chat with um, the first cut on the CD. Um, Introduce this one for us. Uh, well, this was the other choice to start the CD with, and it's a, a song about wanderlust and sometimes just the need to, to get out of town, and especially when you live in an urban environment like I do. You live in a city and things are very hemmed in. You Sometimes you just got to get out of there and get out on the open road. But I think everybody has this wanderlust, no matter where they live. True, true. Um, so it's about that and it's called i heard the road call me okay well robin again thank you so much for coming by today and uh we'll have to get this back to here real soon <laughs> no, not, in a, not in another 10 years <laughs> that's right <laughs> robin greenstein everybody thanks again for joining us Please excuse my language if I seem callous and hard when I talk long distance on the telephone. Cause I feel like the sun is shining just for me. I feel it, the dirt and the noise of the city streets. I've got it.
when you've kicked it, it suddenly comes back around. Darling, I'm leaving town. And I don't know just what it is that I'm looking for or where. That's Robin Greenstein. Again, the cut from the CD, Tears and Laughter. That's the first cut. I heard the road call me. And I want to thank her again for coming by. And uh, it was just such fun talking to her and hearing these great songs. Hey, we've got other great guests coming up in, in the weeks to come. Um, we have.